I woke up one morning and realized that my attitude did not match my faith. I was living a stressed out, overwhelmed, unsatisfied, and ungrateful life, and I didn't want to do that anymore. So I started writing this book. I knew writing it would make me take a good hard look at what I believe and how those beliefs should affect my life. In the episodes to come, we'll explore many of the obstacles that stand in the way of building a firm foundation in Christ. I'm happy to say that the writing helped me begin to embrace the rest and peace Jesus has for us as believers. I hope listening to it does the same for you. I'm Connie White, otherwise known as C.E. White, and this is my book, Trusting God When You're Struggling, Overcoming Obstacles to Faith, read by Annie Din. Preventative Measures The reason why many fail in battle is because they wait until the hour of battle. The reason why others succeed is because they have gained their victory on their knees, long before the battle came. Anticipate your battles. Fight them on your knees before temptation comes. And you will always have victory. R.A. Tori. About halfway through writing this book, I realized that covering only the things we struggle with was not a very healthy way to look at our relationship with God, or anything else for that matter, as if it were only a series of problems to solve. If you've ever heard the term positive psychology, you will know what I'm talking about. For years, Psychology almost exclusively studied the problems regarding emotions and mental health. Someone finally asked, Hey, what if we found out what actually makes people happy and emotionally healthy to begin with? In The Happiness Advantage, one of my favorite books on this topic, the author Sean Aker mentions a time he was invited to speak during a wellness week at a prestigious school. They listed the nightly topics as follows depression, eating disorders, bullying and school violence, illicit drug use, and for the last night, they were waffling between discussing risky sex or happiness. That's not a wellness week, Aker said. It's a sickness week. Lest I be accused of writing a book treating spiritual sickness as inevitable and saying nothing about creating a foundation of spiritual health, I am including some proactive actions and attitudes that diminish the power obstacles to faith have over us. God gives us precepts and recommendations about how to live joyful spiritual lives in peace and faith and rest. But in the same way we often don't take the doctor's advice about diet and exercise until we're already ill, I'm afraid many of us wait till the spiritual cancer is fully entrenched to apply the disciplines. Neither God nor the doctors give us guidelines because they want to inhibit our happiness or freedom, but because they want us healthy and whole. A healthy-minded individual attentive to their spiritual habits will find it easier to fight off a spiritual illness, just as a healthy human body is more effective at fighting off disease. And spiritual exercise not only increases your chances of staying well, It also generates a more energetic faith and more endurance when things get tough. We will touch on some healthy spiritual habits in the chapters to come, but I want to mention here that finding a cancer early is usually a great boon to its cure. If we are alert to our spiritual condition and checking in with the Father, 
he will identify the illness quicker than we ever could, or keep us from becoming ill in the first place. And on that note, we will go back to the metaphor in the parable of the sower, where our obstacles to faith are compared to weeds sown amidst the intended spiritually bountiful crop. I admittedly don't know much about plants, and I'm not very good at tending them. But earlier this year, I had what I'm sure will seem, to real gardeners, a very elementary epiphany about the weeds in my flower bed. I always had a sort of defeatist attitude about pulling them. What's the point? They'll just come back, I thought. It's not that pulling them didn't make the flower bed look nicer temporarily, but they always reappeared, strong as ever. Then I saw the answer to a gardening question posted somewhere. Just be sure you pull it before it goes to seed, or you'll have a whole crop. A light bulb went off in my head. If I pulled the weeds early enough, I wouldn't give them time to reseed and spread, and each year, there would be fewer and fewer popping up in my flower beds. Suddenly, weeding no longer seemed pointless and frustrating. I understood that it can make a long-term difference. The same is true of spiritual ailments. Rooting them out can feel like a futile activity until we recognize that the quicker we pull them up, the fewer we'll have to pull next time. There is a progression to sin just as there is a progression in the growth of a weed. But each person is tempted when he is lured and enticed by his own desire. Then desire, when it has conceived, gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. It starts with a tiny seed of desire leading to a little sprout of temptation. But it only spreads if we allow it to go to seed, i.e., give birth to sin. We can pull it before it comes to that. If we root it out when it's simply desire or even temptation, we've stopped the process. But the longer we let the weed grow, the more likely it will spread and take over. It'll be all mixed in with our flowers and will become harder and harder to extricate without wrecking the whole garden, not to mention the time and hard work involved. So, let's not wait until the weeds take over or the cancer is already rooted. Let's put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, we may be able to stand our ground, and after we have done everything, to stand. Takeaways There are proactive actions you can take to encourage spiritual health, so the obstacles to your faith have less power over you when they arise. God doesn't give you guidelines to keep you from enjoying life any more than the doctor does. He does it so you can live a happy, healthy spiritual life. Abiding by His guidelines will boost your spiritual immunity. The quicker you root out a spiritual weed, the easier it will be to keep those weeds from overtaking you. Don't allow sins to come to fruition and spread. 